Welcome to the Fish Nerds. I'm Clay Groves, Chief Executive, Fish Nerd of the Fish Nerds Podcast. We talk about fish, fishing, and eating fish. And I'm Nick. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Nick is our audio uh, engineer, and also he is the uh, guitarist from Diana's Bath Salts. Uh, and he's really important that you're on the show, Nick, tonight, because tonight on the show we have the only goth band that matters. Uh, we have Koi Division on the show, bassist Hook. Or is it bassist or bassist? <laughs> uh, anyway, a little of both. A little, a little of both. So anyway, with us tonight is bassist Hook from LA. Are you from Los Angeles, Koi Division? Yeah, we're, we're Los Angeles area based. Based basically. Uh, also tonight on the show, we'll have some fish in the news and some other surprises. So let's jump right in. Uh, Hook, if that's your real name. Uh, tell us a little bit about the background of Koi Division. What is it and why should we care? Well, it started as an idea that I had where I thought, wouldn't it be great if there were a bunch of Koi fish and they were playing Joy Division songs? You know, to me right now, just that alone should have sold to anybody. Was there anyone resistant to that concept? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that that was the the uh, idea behind it, and uh, it's kind of grown into well, the, an actual band that does that, where uh, we get together and we play the songs of Joy Division in the style of Koi Division. So all the lyrics are about fish and fish-related. Uh, challenges in life much the way that joy division songs are about the challenges that humans face in life so you know there's a lot of things about the kind of um you know despair and dread faced by fish yeah so i i i gotta ask um okay were you were you like a a big joy division fan or i i consider myself to be a uh you know a casual joy division fan i I have Unknown Pleasures, I uh, had some other miscellaneous songs from other albums. You know, I'm not just a person that said, oh, that shirt looks cool. But, you know, I, I, I'm a fan. But my husband, um, Ian Clownfish, is is a uh, diehard Joy Division fan. And uh, he'd always wanted to do some sort of Joy Division cover band, and that's kind of... And so he uh, he took my silly idea about koi fish playing Joy Division songs and calling it Koi Division and turned it, you know, sort of pushed to make it an actual project and recruit band members and get things going. I, I have a lot of uh, really silly ideas and I don't always uh, actually bring them to fruition, but uh, uh, Ian Clownfish really uh, helped kind of... <laughs> drag things along you know well you know it is always ian that kind of drags things along and is inspiration for everything but um so you know are you like a big koi fish fan do you have koi fish like where's the koi fish come from it rhymes well besides the fact that it rhymes uh i mean i appreciate koi fish probably slightly more than the next person but uh... <laughs> Uh, but I don't have any. I mean, uh, I, having a koi pond out here in California is a uh, 
you know, it's a real in- investment. It costs costs money. I have a coworker who has one, and I, you know, I'm real jealous of her koi pond. But she's always talking about, oh yeah, I had, I had to have the waterfall worked on. Uh, the birds are trying to eat the koi. I gotta figure <laughs> out what to do about that. You know, it's it seems like it's not super easy to maintain a koi pond. So I don't have any myself, but I, I like them, and I like, uh, I like sea life, and I guess that's kind <laughs> of more where this came from. In fact, uh, Ian Clownfish proposed to me in front of the uh, Pacific Octopus at the Long Beach Aquarium. That's because, so romantic. Yeah, we, we both have a real thing for sea life, and, and I really like octopi, but not oh, just, well, so, you know, but also other. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you on the octopi thing. That's incorrect. Yeah, this is, this is about octopuses. It's, is o- that... it's octopuses or octopodes. Octopodes. Yeah, because it's it's a Greek origin, so octopi, not Greek origin. Uh, octopi is wrong. Whatever the origin is, octopi okay. is wrong. Uh, some That's other fine. other nerd corrected me on that. So it's, I, I'm it's, I'm not I'm not a fish expert. You guys are the fish experts. Uh, I wish we're just asking for, questions uh, for my expertise in fish, apparently. <laughs> so let me let me ask you. So do you have kids? I don't. Okay, so I have cats. Cats almost the same. Um, do you plan on having kids? It's a possibility. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk dirty for a second here, if you don't mind. Gonna get, right. get personal. So there's an octopus. Uh, since you like octopuses a lot, uh, mm-hmm. and you got engaged in front of octopuses. Now there's an octopus. O- octopuses love to make babies, right? Yeah. Well, they don't know they're making babies. They're having. They're doing it just because they like to do it. No animal has sex to have babies except for people. Every animal has sex because it feels good. Um, they can't connect the two. But octopuses like it so much. That and, and they've got brains kind of in their in their arms. One of them likes it so much that it will take a package of sperm and hold it in its arm, and then with its beak chew his arm off, and his arm will swim over uh, to the female and climb under her mantle and deliver the package of sperm. So does now as an octopus fan and someone who's gotten engaged from an octopus tank, is that appealing to you? <laughs> I, I mean, if there was a way that I was going to conceive a child, uh, that sounds pretty good. That's awesome, right? Yeah. That's true, that's by the way. way. I, <laughs> now, that's something that should be incorporated into the lyrics of, you know, a Koi well, Division well, so, song. So, so let, me, let me tell you, I'm also in another band, not to talk about another band, Screw but uh, called... <laughs> Called Bitch and Seahorse. Oh no! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bitch and Seahorse's lyrics are about all ocean creatures, and it's a little bit more of a uh, wide net, if you will, than Koi <laughs> Division. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and uh, I made one of my band members write a song called uh, "I Want to Brain Bang You Like a Cephalopod." Oh. <laughs> You're you're a superhero. Oh my god. This oh, is a... I'm so glad we're talking. This is awesome. That is fabulous. Oh my yeah, god. so not not to get off track about the point of it. No, you are but, on uh, track. Yeah, that I felt like this was the time where I had to mention that fact. Mm-hmm. That I'd come across a, a little graphic of um, an octopus mating with another octopus and and I it was like, it kinda just looks like Brain banging. Like they're brain banging. I wanna brain bang you like a cephalopod. Come on, brain bang. Brain bang. I wanna brain bang you like a cephalopod. Come on, let me be your hectic cuddle of a guy. 
I, and, I'm uh, loving this. You know, and then that song was born. I've got a little tear in my eye. Uh, that that's so romantic. Um, we're gonna we're gonna throughout the show we're gonna we're gonna splice in some parts of some of your Koi Division songs into the show. If that that's if, if that's okay yeah. with you, and sure. people can find the band at KoiDivision.com, right? Yeah, and also on Facebook. And also on Facebook. And, of course, we've been sharing you on Facebook because we are smitten with you. And for those who can't see it because it's a podcast, your entire band uh, has fish heads. Yeah, where did yeah. you get those? Those are amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ian Clownfish found those on eBay. He uh, scoured the Internet to find only the best of fish heads. <laughs> and... Uh, and then we had a friend uh, make some modifications that made them slightly easier to play out of. They're, it's still very difficult. It's got to um, be so hot under those things for a show. It's so hot. And uh, we knew it was hot. And we were kind of prepared for the fact that it was hot and we couldn't see. But what we didn't really understand the first time we played a show is that it's also very difficult to hear. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> In-ear yeah, monitors come in handy there. Yeah, we're we're only um, you know working class koi fish, and, uh, <laughs> and so we you know to invest in uh, in-ear monitors and uh, wireless microphones and such was kind of you know that's it's a little bit of a monetary investment that we weren't prepared to make at that time. And, uh, but so you guys are we, blowing up. I mean, <laughs> you're on the it, fish nerds now. Yeah. It's, this is... <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really, this is kind of a high point for us, though. I feel like we should already go after this baton. You know, it's, oh, that's crazy. But you've but, been, uh, you've been featured in LA Weekly and a lot of like, you know, underground papers in the Los Angeles area. And that's how we found you is someone shared it, shared a link to some article about you to us on Facebook. And it took me about three seconds to send you a message uh, <laughs> because I, the, I didn't even hear your music before I sent you a message because just the concept was so good. We're going to play for uh, listeners right now a little bit of the song uh, Trout Fish, and this is from your demo video we got from YouTube. All right. All right, so that was that was trout fishing, and um, wh- where was the inspiration for that song? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I I want to say that a a friend of ours may have inspired that one. I feel like he posted some some ideas, and then we kind of rolled with it. Um, but you know the. The flopping on the fishing boat part, well, you know, yeah. it's kind of the, the the sadness, right? Yeah, let me it, let me repeat those lyrics. Let me repeat those lyrics so people, so listeners who um, who couldn't quite hear them through the fish masks, I uh, will will hear it. It's a flop, 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 flop in the fishing boat. Flop, 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 flop in the fishing boat. 
flop, 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 flop in the fishing boat. Flop, 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 flop in the fishing boat. Really sad lyrics there. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> really captures the essence of being Curtis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing sadder than that moment in the fish's life when he's taking his last fish breasts and flopping on the boat. Well, and when when you think about Ian Curtis and the dancing that he used to do on stage, it really kind of epitomizes his style. It, it does. And um, Ian Clonfish has been known to do some, some live flopping. He does an excellent job. I watched those videos. I would, I'm a big Joy Division fan, and I was very impressed with the quality of his moves. Hook, have have you heard from uh, the from Joy Division about this? Have they reached out to you and thanked you for uh, for immortalizing them as a band? No, they haven't, and that would be uh, well, that would be amazing if that were to happen. I just hope they don't reach out to us in any sort of negative way. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know how people are going to feel about parody and i certainly hope no one thinks we're making fun of ian curtis's epilepsy because um, that's not oh did he really have epilepsy yeah. oh i'm yes. laughing at it like you're pretending yeah, no, okay he... oh no. shame on me yeah, i'm making fun of it himself. did he yeah i don't know yeah. stuff oh then he's not gonna be hurt because he's not around oh my god no feelings hurt now I, oh. i'll tell you i reached out to is it peter hook yeah i reached out to peter hook for comment on you as a band mm -hmm. no response yeah. Yeah, because he probably because he was so impressed, he was speechless. Well, and because him and the rest of New Order are, are fighting back and forth, so they're too busy squabbling to care. Well, that's that's what I was hoping. I was hoping they were so busy uh, squabbling with each other, they wouldn't have any time to squabble with us. Um, that's what I'm counting on here. But uh, yeah, I'm just putting this out there. Should members of New Order, former members of Joy Division ever hear this podcast <laughs> we are not trying to make fun of ian curtis we are trying to honor his memory and i made fun of him the amazing music of joy division yeah yeah just blame it on clay he's blame, the jerk blame me i i am i make fun of dead people all the time he makes fun of his own kids they're not dead yet <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I was about to ask something really clever. I bet I forgot it now. I'm off the, off the you're you you're all flustered. Yeah, I'm all, I'm embarrassed. All right. So how do you guys like write the lyrics? Like, do you listen to the actual songs and then kind of like try and find the fishy aspect of it or? That, that's, a, that's about right. I mean, we, sometimes someone will just get an inspiration for, for one lyric and then we'll try to build something around it. Like no lobster lost kind of just started with the idea that, it just felt good to write that song about lobsters. And, uh, you know, once we came up with the idea, no lobster lost, then everything else sort of fell into place around it. And, uh, to be honest, I don't do much of the, the lyric writing. Um, Ian Clonfish and Bernard Salmon tend to do a little bit more of that. I'm, I'm a little bit more on the, the back end, booking the shows, getting the merch together, you know, I, um, obviously learning the songs, but and performing them, but, uh, I, I'm not responsible for as much of the genius lyrical content. And, and it is genius. Let's play No Lobster Lost right now. 
Excellent. All right. So that was really cool. And some of the lyrics on that song that really kind of got me is, uh, you've been sitting in the lobster tank forever. Other lobsters stacked on you. Lobster cook picks you for a lovely Sunday meal. Your nightmares are all coming true. It rhymes. It's got all the parts. They suck the meat out of your shell. Welcome to your lobster hell. I, I might actually put that in the title of the podcast this week. Welcome to your lobster hell. I love that. That one line is brilliant. Really great stuff. Uh, can you tell us, uh, Hook, a little bit about um, some of your live gigs? What, how did the audience respond to seeing a bunch of fish on stage playing instruments? Because for me, for me, a, a fish playing drums has always been one of my nightmares. <laughs> That's actually kind of the amazing part is uh, we're wearing the masks and we actually have no idea what's happening with the audience. Because you can't see them. <laughs> we can't see anything. I, you know, it's, it takes all the effort that I can possibly muster to angle the mask the right direction angle. enough to make sure that I'm starting the song in the correct position on the bass or the keyboard. Oh, God. And, uh, and then I kind of just have to go from there. <laughs> and so there's really no way to look at the audience, which is actually, it's both terrifying and freeing at the same time. I mean... In my mind, sometimes the audience is really into it, and in my mind, sometimes I'm playing to a slowly emptying room full of disgruntled people. <laughs> but you don't and, know. And I don't know. And, you know, usually by the time we kind of pack up the gear and take off the mask, everybody's kind of dissipated. So really the only way that we find out if anyone enjoyed it is based on people sort of coming up to us afterwards and saying they liked it or, you know, buying our merch or... Uh, like tagging us in videos or photos on the internet and saying that they enjoyed it. If the, if they hate it, we really have no idea, which is, uh, it's good and bad. <laughs> it, it's good and bad. You know, it's funny. Most people don't tell you when they don't like your stuff. They just don't come. Um, I happen to, to love your, your, your logo, your Koi Division shirt with the two fishes kind of in the yin-yang uh, pattern there. That's really great. And people can buy this merch on your website? Uh, we don't Coming soon. presently have it <laughs> set up to do that. We're, we're waiting on another batch of shirts. They're supposed to be ready this week. My, my shirt guy's working on it. And, uh, I think at this point, if you want a shirt, uh, send us a, a message on Facebook and, um, and we'll go ahead and ship a shirt out to you. Fab. Um, yeah. So we're, we're just getting a new batch of those, uh, real soon. So are you touring uh, regularly or do you play, you know, just just around your area? What's your deal for like if people want to see your band, they want to see Koi Division live. How does one do that? What was the other one? Or the other one. uh, What was the other band? The Bitchin Seahorses? Bitchin Seahorse. Yeah. Yeah, Bitchin Seahorse. Uh, Okay. Which I am. I I haven't heard yet, but I already love. (laughs) Um, So as far as Koi Division goes, 
we are presently playing mostly locally in the greater Los Angeles area. Um, we're going to be playing up in San Francisco at the DNA Lounge on November 18th uh, for those Northern California fish fans. Um, <laughs> and uh, we don't presently have plans to go on a big tour, but I, I wouldn't put it out of the question or anything. Um, but right, right now, the, the financial means of kind of uh, going on tour for three weeks or playing a, a one-off in Philadelphia or something are, are not quite there. Not um, yet. Not yet. Not but yet. I'm not, I'm not putting it out of the question. Um, it's, it's definitely a possibility. Uh, as far as Bitch and Seahorse goes... Um, that is a touring only band. My bandmates live in Cleveland and Chicago. So you're going to be touring the Midwest here in 2018, I see. Is that right? Uh, that is, yeah, that is a, a likely prospect and, uh, we haven't figured out when exactly, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the upcoming plan is to do a little, uh, little bitch and seahorse uh, Midwest thing. I, I, if you get to Ohio, which is about a 16-hour drive from my house, I probably want to drive out there and see. Some fish in the news. I love me fish in the news. Everyone loves the fish in the news. News, news, fish in the news. Everybody loves their fish in the news. All right, and we still have Hook with us from, from the Koi Division. So, this first story is Hermit Crab uses doll head as its shell, and it's terrifying. So, you can't see this hook, but a uh, hermit crab has grabbed a doll head and moved in. From your nightmares directly into your internet browser comes the photo below that will likely haunt you until the end of time. The photo below that will likely haunt you until the end of time combine a massive looking crab with a creepy baby doll head as a shell and it just might freak you the hell out. This would be a good song. Uh, <laughs> but crab heads? <laughs> the creation was apparently discovered on Reddit where people immediately made the connection of the crab to a baby face in Toy Story. The resemblance is not difficult to see. Yeah, so that's from the Daily Dot. I'm not going to read more of the story because it's just a hermit crab living in a doll head, but it's, it's worth mentioning. It is the scariest thing I've seen in a long time. Uh, another story here, shark found near death in Florida swimming pool. So that's Florida again. Uh, Nick, <laughs> Nicole Bonk, that's her name? <laughs> Think about that. People may, must have really liked her in high school. Nicole Bonk could be forgiven for thinking she was at an aquarium when she approached the swimming pool of a Florida condominium. She looked down and saw a five-foot black-tipped shark floundering in the pool. Walk, walk. Bonk, who was visiting the friends at the Mariner's K condo in Hypoluxo, told the Sun Sentinel paper that she saw two boys dump the shark in the pool. So uh, earlier this month, the hooks, uh, the hooks are still in the fish's mouth. Figuring it might die in the pool, she and her husband pulled the shark out of the pool and carried it to the intercoastal waterway. 
Uh, hey, Hook, what would you do if you saw your neighbor kid sticking a big shark in a pool? I would definitely try to intervene and stop it and, and rescue the shark. Yeah, I'd be a little afraid. I mean, just jumping in the pool and grabbing a shark out like that. Uh, this is what they said. They tried to revive him, but he most likely did not survive. Bonk told the newspaper. <laughs> what a terrible name! Like if you if you were marrying someone and their last name is Bonk, do you just maybe like not marry them? <laughs> you definitely wouldn't change your name. No, you de- hyphenate at least. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe like what if, what if what if they hyphenate and like her 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 last name is um is uh, her a lot. So now her new name would be Bonk Her a lot. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, anyway, he was barely moving uh, after the trauma. They did our be- they did their best, but they couldn't save the creature. They let him go, and he kind of died. Uh, Bonk reported the incident to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. This is the second story in three weeks we've done about fish in swimming pools. Yeah, there's a lot of things happening in Florida that are questionable. There's uh, there is. I always describe Florida as. Um, as Walmart with beaches, but uh, yeah. but right now Florida's yeah. in trouble, so I'm gonna be a little nicer to them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I apologize, Florida, in advance for all the insults I'm gonna continue to throw down your way. All right, next story. Here we go. We got great white shark story. We love shark stories from Australia. Good day. Good day, mate. Uh, great white shark put in public swimming pool after washing up on Australian beach. Wow. Crikey. Crikey. There's another one. Another one. It's not just Florida anymore. Sharks. Uh, onlookers tried to help the beach predator, but were unable to return to sea. There's a theme going on here. Don't put sharks in pools. <laughs> we will never learn. I think I blame Austin Powers. A, <laughs> a, a great yeah, white. Austin Powers made it seem feasible. It made it seem logical and fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. A great white shark has been temporarily rehomed in a city swimming pool after washing up on a popular swimming beach. The juvenile predator was found injured on Manly Beach. Manly, Manly Beach. What if her last name was Manly? And then lot. This is a different story. I don't care. Uh, so Manly Beach. Now, now, do you think these guys were just trying to prove themselves? Like, oh, I see a great white shark. Look how manly I am. And I just carry the thing around like I'm carrying a shark around. Crikey. That's a really good accent. Yeah, the best. All right. The juvenile predator was found injured. Uh, Beachgoers tried to help it back into the water, but were unsuccessful and alerted marine rescue. I wonder what happened. This is really exciting. Rescuers transferred the shark to a nearby ferry bower pool to allow it to recover before being released. There must have been a saltwater pool of some sort, right? There could not have been a chlorine pool. Manly Sea Life uh, essentially rescued the shark with a stretcher and released it into the sea swimming pool where it's likely to stay until Tuesday, staff said. So it's there for the long haul. The interesting thing is they didn't mention closing the pool to swimmers. But is Australia. <laughs> in Australia, they do have the most dangerous animals in the world. Yeah, they're kind of used to just like, you know, having poisonous jellyfish swimming between their legs. and Jellyfish, crabs, spiders, snakes. The only thing I think, though, about Australia, have you seen Australian people? They're good looking people. They are some of the best-looking people the in the best. world. The best. I think that the deadly animals only kill the ugly people. <laughs> that's my. That's just evolutionary biology brain of mine, you know, working. That, that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. I, I think that's all the news we have for tonight. That was really good news. 
We, we, learned, we learned a lot about putting sharks in pools. Right. So, uh, Hook, we're going to wrap this up, but uh, any parting words? Where, where should people look for you guys? Facebook, Twitter, the Instagram. Uh, you guys still on, on uh, what's that, that good one that plays music when you log on to it? The, the old social media? MySpace? MySpace. Yeah, MySpace or Napster, Frenchster. <laughs> where, where do people find you? You can find us on our on our website, coydivision.com. And then on Instagram, I believe we're Koi Division Band. And on Facebook, just look up Koi Division, you'll find us. Perfect. And uh, Facebook's probably the best place to get all the up and coming news. But the, the website is frequently updated and we'll, we'll update it with tour dates and upcoming shows locally and any new lyrics for songs that we develop and merch and that sort of thing. We're going to put up at fishners.com. We're going to um, embed uh, Koi Division videos from YouTube so that fans can go right to fishners.com, watch your videos, click through to your website or your Facebook page and check out what you're up to. Hook, thank you so much for coming on the Fishners podcast today. And we, we really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. Wow. Uh, this has been really interesting so far. Uh, before we do anything else, I want to thank a new Patreon supporter. As people know, listeners, longtime listeners will know, you can uh, support the show by going to patreon.com slash fishnerds and giving us a dollar per episode. Like We're asking people to give us $4 a month. If you give us $8 a month, I will send you a Fish Nerds hoorag. We do have a new supporter. I always thank our new supporters here on the show. Uh, brand new supporter is Brian Wallenziak. He will be getting a Fish Nerds hat, a decal, and a bandana because he's giving us a whole bunch of money, and we love that. Now, I also, of course, want to thank anyone who donates at a $25 level. That's $100 a month. That's a lot of money. Uh, but you get your business mentioned on the show for that. It's like a free advertiser. Not free. It's like a $25 a week advertisement, which is still a good deal. And that goes to Lopes Tax, lopestax.com. If you're in Massachusetts and need an accountant, go to lopestax.com and make that nerd your accountant. We also need to thank Zeng This. Uh, Zeng This is a podcast who uh, we gave away some free advertising on the show for a promotion to support all those hurricane victims in Florida and Texas and probably Puerto Rico. You can go to blazingcaribostudios.com, click on Podcasters Unite, and make a donation, and that money goes directly to helping hurricane victims in Florida and Texas and probably Puerto Rico. So, uh, Podcasters Unite. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing Zing This Podcast. Podcast. And that's spelled... Z-E-N-G This And you can find us every Monday And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews To in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies As well as video game discussions mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Anywhere else you listen to your podcast podcasts. Yeah So check us out Once again, that is Zing, Zing This, this. That's it. You've been listening to a bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. Special thanks to Koi Division. We really appreciate your time tonight. Uh, total bunch of fish nerds for people who don't know much about fish. Really great, great bunch. Uh, be sure to check them out. Uh, go to fishnerds.com. Look for all the links. 
Thanks to Nick for being part of the show tonight. Thanks to Fish Guy Josh. And, of course, thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. Until next time, follow the code of Fish Nerds. Spawn early and often. Never trust a free lunch with strings attached. Swim against the current every chance you get. And here's one more Koi Division song. I mean, it's a 20 minute, 20 minute drive to the ocean or something, you know, it's, it's not far. They have ducks. Have you been there? No. All I know is they have ducks. Oh, that's, yeah, that's hockey. I don't, they have a hockey team in Anaheim? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's because you're a loser, Clay. I'm a nerd. You, you, remember, you remember that movie that was really popular, The Mighty Ducks? Yes, yes, I thought that yeah. was about Florida. Yeah, they started, a, they started a professional hockey team because of that movie. I thought it was yeah. Florida. I had no idea. No. I, I don't I'm know not, stuff. I'm not aware if Florida has a hockey team. I, they probably do, then I probably just can't think of it in this moment. Yeah, they do. They have a couple, but they are terrible. Then a hurricane came. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Sorry, Florida. <laughs> I told you I was apologizing earlier for Florida. I can't help it. All right, Hook. There's, there's, there's someone out there that's really enraged that I don't know their hockey team, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, with any well luck, they're not though. listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just for the record, this show has been nominated for an uh, international podcasting award in the sports category. Just, just so you know. I am, I am in one of the top five sports podcasts on the internet. <laughs> There's no other place to put a fishing podcast. They don't, they don't, and I'm sure no one listens to this show who listens to NFL Boring. Okay. Look, I, I have one last question. So, I'm in a band here in, in the North Conway area. Can uh-huh. we cover Koi Division? Oh, no! I think that's kind of like, like if, if, if I were to dress as hook playing a Halloween show and then I were to wear a second costume over it. That, then yes. what What am I at it, that point? Well, yeah. I know. I mean, we did a, a Joy Division tribute set and I'm like, oh my god, can we like, open with a Koi Division tribute set? A tribute <laughs> of a tribute band? That's like Tribute Squared? Yeah. That's is that, really is intense. That I mean, it's, it's fine with me. Alright. Uh, but... I'd never thought about anyone wanting to do that before. I, I know, but I'm in a band and I'm a fish nerd and I'm just kind of like this, and I'm a Joy Division fan. I'm like, this is like my greatest thing ever. He's crying right now. I know. <laughs> Put that, your shirt back on, man. It's weird. This is getting that weird. That warms my, uh, my cold, dead heart. <laughs> there you go. This is fabulous. It should be fun. You've been fantastic. I yeah, appreciate thank it. you. Thank you guys for having me. It's, I learned almost nothing about this shit. <laughs> That's perfect. That's our goal. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>